Welcome to 529 Podcast. A podcast about creators, for creators living their 529 life. Today we have uh, Lee Elaine. Elaine Lee. Elaine Lee. Or some people would say Lee Lane. Lee Lane. I couldn't figure out for like the first four years of me following you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people call me Lane. Oh. Which I'm like, oh. It's... Maybe it's a way that they like, we, I don't know her name, I just call her Lane. Yeah. <laughs> it works, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, who are you and what, what do you do, Elaine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm Elaine and I am an advertising creative. So, I work in, as an art director in an ad agency. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do freelance photography, which is kind of like a hobby turned into a side hustle because of Instagram. Um, and I'm from Hong Kong. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And you currently live in Sydney? Hmm. You move around a lot. It's always hard to track where you are and like... Yeah. Every I'm, weekend you're like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually... I spend most of my time in Sydney now. Yeah, yeah. But most people on the internet think I'm all over the place just because of the photos that I post. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all of us. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Like, it's... You can trick them into thinking you're somewhere, but then like... Yeah. I usually have in my profile like where I am, I guess, helps yeah. clients and stuff. Yeah, I do that too. But no one seems to read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, but then, you, uh, the last like month or so, you've been kind of going back to Hong Kong a few times and going yeah, back for and forth. Work. Yeah, 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 for... yeah. So like, because I work full time in an ad agency mm-hmm. in Sydney, mm-hmm. a lot of times I can't afford to just take like last minute leave. Yeah. And so I would fly out from Sydney Friday night, get to Hong Kong Saturday morning, do the shoot, and then fly out of Hong Kong Sunday night. And you go back to work arrive, Monday morning. Yeah, arrive oh to Sydney goodness. at like 6am in the morning on Monday. <laughs> and you go to work. Then go straight to work. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How, do you, how do you deal with the yeah. jet lag? I don't deal with that. I just like lots of caffeine. On Monday you'd be so tired. Like, yeah. And then you just go home from work and you sleep. Well, the thing is like, it's weird because like, so like you arrive at 6, right? And then like, I actually get to go home, you know, shower, maybe take like a 30 minutes nap, mm-hmm. go to work and I'm actually okay till like 2pm. Yeah, and, then, and um, that's when I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> Yeah. function yeah um but i try to not let that you know affect my work because because yeah. i enjoy my job um, mm. my day job mm. i enjoy advertising and so that's also part of why i try to keep the photo stuff like a weekend right thing. so i guess yeah, before we we talk about the photo stuff maybe we just start, start talking about your advertising side and, yeah and, and like what do you do on a on a day-to-day basis i guess um the thing with advertising is it's different all the time which is which makes it really fun yeah. mm. like um i've been in advertising ever since graduating from college um starting from being a junior art director in chicago right then um going back to hong kong being an art director then moving here right also an art director okay it's just like same job but like different countries yep 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 and our job kind of ranges from you know, like creating mood boards to brief like photographers and directors to coming up with like big advertising campaign ideas or TVC stories to like, you know, just one simple social post. So it's like lots of different everything. What's the difference? I've always wanted to know. This is probably a dumb question for like people who do know, but like art director and creative director, they're two different roles, right? So what's the difference? So um, traditionally in advertising, the way the creative department is structured is um, you work in pairs, mm-hmm. so I'm an art director, and then my partner is a copywriter. Yeah, right. So we both come up with ideas together, and after we come up with ideas, we have to you know put it in a nice deck to yep. present 
to yep. our creative director. Oh. So the difference is creative director is higher, okay. where they overlook both art and copy. Okay. Right. Whereas for me, I, I guess I'm more specialized in art. Right. And whereas my copywriter partner would be, you know, writing yep. kind of the write-ups, explaining our idea or like the, the yep. lines um, in the actual ads. Right, so, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. More yeah. like a, uh, how do you explain it? Like a, they overlook the whole thing? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. more, it's a more senior role. Yeah. How would you find, like, how, how would you compare working in Hong Kong and Sydney and Hong, working in Chicago as well, I guess? Like, how would you Yeah, you have an accent, yeah. so, like, so... My yeah, accent yeah. is more Aussie now. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. When we first met, it was, like, American. Yeah. yeah it's, like, yeah, changing. Uh, yeah, it's only been a year and a half. <laughs> have you caught yourself saying any kind of Aussie things? <laughs> Arvo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the way you pronounce the O's. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you, what do you call the place, the... The golden the golden yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I say McDonald's, no one understands what I say. Yeah. Um, what's the difference? So, yeah, I guess like, yeah. I mean, in Chicago, I only worked for like a year, and mm-hmm. it was straight out of um, uni. Yeah. So that was kind of like a really junior role, and it was like a B two B, which is like business to business ad agency. So it's quite different. But yeah. I'd say that the biggest difference is, I think. Um, as a society in general, creativity is more appreciated in places like Chicago and Sydney compared right. to like a place like Hong Kong. Right. Because Hong Kong is such like a, you know, financially, yeah. financially and economically driven mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and and also I think a lot of um, clients back home are not as brave to do weird, crazy stuff. That's I feel like that's Asia new. in general. Yeah. yeah. But I find like... There's really weird, like, Japanese ads when you think about it. Yeah, like, Japan, <laughs> Japan and Thailand do really crazy <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ads. Right. Yeah, so it's interesting. Right. But, yeah, that I mean, that's one thing. And then also, obviously, the work-life balance. Mm. Like, Hong mm. Kong, everyone knows you have to work crazy hours. Overtime is, like, expected. Whereas, right. I think in Sydney, they really push for, like, work-life they know balance. that you have yeah. a life. Yeah. And so even yeah. if you work, like, overtime, say, on the weekend, they'll give you a day in lieu back. It's yeah. like, oh, take this day off you need it and they actually care about your mental health as well which mm. is really good yeah there should be a separation i think like i haven't had a day job in a while so i guess i can't be separate. <laughs> right. but yeah you should work. <laughs> and i guess my whole life is just like i shoot for fun and i shoot for work yeah. <laughs> you're just <laughs> enjoying life know, man uh, <laughs> like fun. work is work still so. yeah so yeah and then uh recently you won you won that Australian young lions yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's awesome so yeah thank you so yeah so Khan Lions is kind of like this big advertising festival to celebrate creativity and it's held in Cairns in Cairns yeah how do you say that how do you say that Khan Khan I don't know yeah Khanes not to be mixed up with the Khan Film Festival right okay or apparently it's the Porn Festival that happens right after our (laughs) festival okay um yeah, so Khan Lion is basically this massive festival. There's like talks, there's like, you know, events going on for a week, but there's also like all these awards um, that they award, you know, really great creative yeah. campaigns or, right, like, right, you right. know. Um, and so getting a Khan Lion is kind of a, a big, big deal, deal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. within the industry. Yeah. Um, it's an Oscar, essentially. <laughs> kind of, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But the competition that I joined is Young Lions, which right. is for creatives under the age of 30 okay so what happens is it's a bit like the olympics kind of right where like you have to win the national Before competition you, okay. to represent the country and then go 
compete mm. in Cannes against all the other right. countries. So it was really weird because two years ago, or three years ago, I won the Hong Kong one. I represented yeah. Hong Kong, and <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, I I'm not from that. here, yeah, yeah. but I'm working here, yeah. and so I represent Australia. So it's a good thing you're in Australia then. Yeah, yeah I guess It's so. a good thing wherever I mean, you are. The competition <laughs> was a lot high, like bigger because uh, it's such a, you know, there's yeah. more people yeah. um, in the industry here, but... Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's awesome. And so my partner's Australia. American, so uh. neither of us are Australian, and yet we represent Australia. So. You guys oh, wow. are working here, I think, in the industry, so I think it counts. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's globalization as it's as it fine. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. you represent Australia, and then we you, competed you, you against. Got to go there and yeah. Like, do, right. you, do you submit a piece of work, or is it just your overall body of work, or? So there's two rounds in the Australian competition. Yep. There's one round where you just submit like a 10 page creative response to a brief. Oh, right, it was for yeah. Snapchat. Right. Um, we made it to shortlist um, in which there were five teams of shortlist out of 200 entries. Okay. And so after we got shortlisted, we had another, we had 24 hours to respond to a new brief. Oh, wow. So they brief you on like at 10 a.m. that day yep, and, then and then you have to submit it at 10 a.m. the next day. So wow. we slept for stressful. one hour. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was really stressful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we also had to do a presentation to yeah. like a panel of 16 judges. Yeah. So it was like, you know, we're delirious and just like tired and really emotional. Yeah. And then they announced the winners like, like another 24 hours later. Wow. Yeah. So it was really, you know. And the, and the, the one in Cannes was very similar? Like yeah, you have to do a 24 hour. 24 hours. Oh, wow. It's a new 24 hours brief. Wow. Um, it's okay. for an NGO client, but we came top 10 in that That's one. That's cool. Awesome. So. Yeah. What the heck? That's awesome. Yeah, okay. we were so close though. Yeah, 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 so it's like, oh, I wish we, you know, just you got a trip it. over there, like so yeah, yeah, it was a free trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the copywriter you're okay. with is the okay. one you work with as well. So yeah. you must be you might make a pretty good team then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I okay. think so. It's working. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, should we move on to a bit of photography stuff? I guess. Yeah. So how did you? I've been following you for a while. Yeah, we, we've been while. following you for a long time. Since the start. Like, You're one of the OGs. Oh, Hong Kong you. OGs. <laughs> yeah, like... I think there's the, the three of you. I, I found Tyson first. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyson's an OG. Yeah, oh. he kind of started in Hong Kong and stuff. And yeah. yeah, and then you, brought on, like, Viv and Ed, kind of the three of you kind of... It was more yeah. like Tyson and then Vivian and Edward, because at that time I was still in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I moved back and met all of them. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so nice. Like, this people actually go out and shoot yeah. every weekend together. And obviously, Hong Kong is such an easy place to just yeah. go and explore. It's yeah. compact and like you don't have to travel too far. And yeah, yeah. Good, it's good efficient. Public transport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Were you iPhone only at the start or how, how did you start photography? Um, photography, it's, it's kind of always been in my life. Yeah. Even when I was a kid. Right. Um, I can actually send you guys photos of me as a baby <laughs> holding a camera. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah, but... my dad was... A big photo. Yeah, we'll we'll put on the... Here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My dad was a big photo nerd, I guess. Like, he was Uh, the chair of his photo society at school, and there's just, like, cameras and, you know... Like, he's a businessman, but he was going to study photography. Um, So, yeah, so I think I got it through him. It's in the genes. So, yeah, so, like, photography has always kind of been in my life, you Mm. know. My dad being an amateur photographer... So as a kid, I would kind of just play around with his old film cameras. Like yeah. I remember developing, well, not as a kid, but like I was yeah. like, you know, secondary school, yeah. which is yeah. grade six or seven. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I would bring these cameras to school. It's like Do massive, you know what they were? heavy. They're like heavy old metal 
Fuji ones? Oh. No, it was Fuji. <laughs> okay, Fuji. Okay, but they're yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah And right. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I did it, but... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so photography has kind of always been there. And then um, Instagram came along and my friend was like, oh, you like taking pictures. You should get on there. I was like, okay. Right. And so I started posting just iPhone photos because uh-huh. yeah. it's just easier. And yeah. I think you At can only post from iPhone. Well, or from a no one, no one posted from like because back yeah. then you had to scan photos and like yeah, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, w- it wasn't easy to kind of get it on yeah. computer yeah. and onto the phone as well. Like, yeah, yeah. And then the everyone... box or anything. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of expected that everyone was posting iPhone photos. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for a long time. Yeah, so I definitely started with that. Yeah, and then over time, you know, as much as you know, mobile devices can do a lot of really great things, you still. Yeah. Yeah, pushing. It's, pushing it's still not the same level. as like a camera, and so after a while, I started shooting with camera, and yeah, and now I'm still shooting with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I guess like the way you came up on Instagram was that obviously through the community in Hong Kong, you kind of just started shooting together, yeah. started meeting other people, and yeah. then how did you how did you rise? So- <laughs> how did you rise, Elaine? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. I, well, I started the account in Chicago, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I was posting really artsy, geometric photos, like yeah. these yeah. stairs and like cool walls and really minimal stuff. Yeah. And then this one guy started following my account, and I was like, "Why is this random person who I don't know <laughs> right. uh, follows my account?" Like, because back then yeah. it's like you don't meet internet friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's a bit weird. It's still. not a thing. Yes. We and are then internet friends. Now. We are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, he messaged me, and he was like do you want to meet out and meet up and shoot? I was like, okay, that's like freaking creepy. Like, <laughs> I don't know who you are. It could be some weird, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but like I looked at his work and it's like really cool. I was like, yeah. I was in Chicago, didn't have that many friends there. So it's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just go. Okay. And he introduced me to this whole, like, you know, do you know Monil? Do you know like Jerry Chambers who are like really big uh, Instagrammers yeah. back then? Yeah. And I was like, no, like, who are these people? And right. then he was like, you know, there's a community, there's Insta Meets, like, wow. there's all these apps to, like, edit photos. And I'm like, I've just been using Instagram photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and so, like, I just got, like, so into it after he just told me all these things. Who is this guy? His, his handle is Israel underscore R. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. I owe this whole thing <laughs> yeah. to him. Right, okay. So he kind of opened my eyes, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can actually use this as a way to... Well, also because I was looking for a job, yeah. like mm. um, graduating from school. Yeah. So I was like, I can use this as a portfolio as well as getting to meet people. Right. And so I started following people like Vivian, Edward, uh, Varun, Candy and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I moved back to Hong Kong, I met with them and, you know, started shooting together. And how I rose <laughs> is um, I was on the suggested user list, right. which right. I think a lot of yeah. people yeah, yeah, were Yeah, we both were too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was on that. And then I jumped from 9K to 29K. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. Like, people care about my <laughs> yeah, photos. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, that, that felt really good. Mm. And then, you know, just kept on shooting. And I think my second big, I guess, jump yeah. is when I started doing rooftoping and started putting myself in front of the camera. Right. Because um, right. before, people followed me for pretty pictures. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, now, well, now, but... You know, yeah. Before, back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this other, almost like an alter ego kind of, I guess, branding identity thing where it's not just pretty pictures, but it's also like, this girl is like crazy badass. Like she's doing all these crazy shit. <laughs> it's, it's, more it's more relatable. It's more relatable when you do that. 
in a way yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah so that kind of really grew my account yeah and then i got on the suggested user list again yeah which i told instagram i didn't want to yeah, yeah because yeah, they yeah. were oh, mostly was... spam followers yeah. yeah yeah so that actually grew my account 20k before they actually removed yeah, me right. yeah um and then yeah the rest over time it's kind it's of just slowly and yeah, yeah yeah slowly kind of grew and you know obviously through shooting with different people in the, in the Instagram community, you know, yeah. people see me through your feed or they see you through my feed as well. That kind of just yeah. snowballed. Yeah, you've been on a few trips with like, I remember when you guys all went to that, uh, place. Yeah, 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 I can never say it. Yeah, yeah, that place yeah. And, like, it was like t- 12 of us. Yeah. yeah. It was like hectic. I was yeah. following most of you and yeah. then like all the photos started coming up and it was oh, like, yeah. all really good photos. <laughs> I thought you all got sent there by some tourism company. Where you nah, just went, we went. paid yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. 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 It was it was fun. It was hectic. Yeah. Because only a few of us spoke Mandarin. Yeah. Oh really? So like we were the organizers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was fun though. That that kind of put in perspective that how like campaigns it almost was like a campaign right? Mm. How it can put a place on the map? And, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Make what everyone want to visit because like your reach at that point like the collective reach was yeah, like yeah you got like, massive but, yeah yeah. Well, yeah. still massive like, <laughs> back then like you guys yeah everyone was kind of looking up to you everyone <laughs> on that trip was like everyone's there at the same time it's what are they doing I, I want to yeah. be there like, yeah I, I want to be there too but like I just need to be one of your friends <laughs> we can go now we can go now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because when we organized this trip we never thought about anything yeah. about like mm. reach or We're numbers just fun, right? it was literally yeah. one of us were like we should go travel to rural China yeah. and another was like yeah let's go mm. And then everyone was just like, oh, I'm coming too, I'm coming too. And I was yeah, like, holy yeah, shit, yeah. okay, like there's 12 of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we just went. Yeah. And it was afterwards that we're like, oh man, we could actually use this trip to sell to clients. Mm, yeah. Which we never ended up doing. Yeah. Which I think It was we at the start have. where there wasn't that many campaigns running. And no. now like campaigns are super common. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Back kind of losing the whole, their shine almost. Yeah, working with brands is still a little bit like, oh, you're such a sellout. Yeah. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. Still, there's a bit of a weird yeah. sensitive issue. Right. back then do, do you remember who your kind of first commercial kind of gigs were and like yeah my first yeah who, who reached out to you or what was your first sort of paid gig through Instagram oh it wasn't paid was it oh it wasn't paid it was just yeah. like free clothes yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. same, same. Yeah. we mentioned yeah. all this yeah, as well. yeah. mine was uh, American Eagle okay yeah I remember really well and I was like why would they want to work with me like you know I'm just like that's so cool like I get free clothes yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like super happy yeah and with that campaign I was just one of the talents mm. um, out of like 50 other Hong Kong, um, we call it KOLs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's KOL, a, that's an Asian kind of term. Key opinion, key key opinion, opinion leader. leader. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is weird. Okay. Like I was on the opera trip and they're like a Chinese copy and yeah. they're like, oh, all the KOLs are like, oh. Uh, DJI calls them chaos. Oh, really? It's a weird it's term. A, oh, I wow. find it strange. But it's more vague than influencer. So I don't know which one I prefer. I think KOL. KOL, because it's so like vague. You don't know yeah, what it yeah. is. Sounds technical. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a marketing jargon. Yeah, but better than influencer. Yeah. 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 Or content way. creator. Yeah. But then since then, you've obviously worked with lots of other brands and stuff. So like... Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, mostly tourism, some clothing brands, camera. Canon, Manfrotto. Canon, yeah, yeah. DJI, Manfrotto. Yeah. Um, North Face, yeah. Nike, which was actually a client from my advertising job, ah, which kind of just that's cool, you know. Yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. just in, yeah, right. um, yeah, and then weirdly enough, a few skincare ones. Yeah. So yeah. And recently, you were like, you did that thing with 
Was it, it was with Canon, right? Where you swapped lives with a yes. with a blogger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah that, actually. that looked cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're the talent. I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the blogger was taking photos of you. <laughs> yes, it was actually really fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, people put makeup on you and make yeah. sure your hair looks all pretty. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's the other side of the other side of the camera. Yeah, yeah. But I would never want to do that for a living. It's like too hectic. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. Yeah, it's more uh, fun. We, we, I, have, we, we can't relate because we never put on any makeup or anything. So, yes. but you've been in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. right now. Yeah. So not enough, but I think yeah. this is like a start for. Right. Yeah. This yeah, is the, the launch of your talent career. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll be seeing it. you on TV soon. <laughs> this you've been on. I've been on. I've been on TV. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah, you want the current affairs. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the Samsung launch. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, they didn't put my handle, which is sad, but it was, it was still You're cool. You're just this to... random guy yeah. that they picked up on they the put, street. They said my name, but they never, never wrote my name. They always yeah. try and yeah. dodge it. Like, I saw this yeah. drone guy. He droned a whole bunch of sharks and stuff. Oh. And they just, like, they try to avoid it always. Right. Oh, it's, like, really, like, yeah, or like fainted. His, yeah. Or it's his, his actual name. They don't ever put, like, the ad, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, my name is my app, so... It's my okay. name is my yeah. app. <laughs> so, like your your job, I think it's pretty related to what we do. Yeah, it helps out, right? Like, so I guess having that kind of perspective on the business marketing side, mm. yeah, and like running campaigns, like how, I guess, um, how does that help you when you run campaigns and stuff? The photography like, campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. I I guess. Because like I guess when I I had when I first started I had no idea about like the requirements of the business side right. and stuff and mm. I just had to kind of wing it and figure it out. Right. But I guess it helps, right? Like. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Like, like say, be- because I, because of my advertising experience, yeah. I guess I I kind of know what clients expect yeah. from I guess photographers, creatives. Yeah. And yeah. so sometimes I would kind of do a bit more than maybe some other. Yeah. Girls. Yeah. I, I, can't, I just can't just say Kayla like straight up like, yeah yeah um, got a flinch of it yeah it's just like weird um so ma- just ma- like even small things like you know like mood board like shooting schedule just having everything more prepared than yeah before yeah. they ask you for it yeah um like for the people who don't know and like they don't know the business side what right. how could you differentiate yourself to a client like mm. what like mood boards and stuff and as a as a advertising creator, no, as a or, as a photographer working with right. an agency. Um, well, I have first of all, I have a media kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of outlines the statistics because a lot of agencies yeah, yeah, care about ask. that. Um, my demographics. Um, <laughs> Go on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Is your media kit a PDF? Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a website because PDFs are. It's hard to update, huh? Like it changes so much. Yeah. Well, true. yeah, I have my website as well, which is more like to showcase the portfolio of work. Yeah. But then the PDF is more technical stuff yeah, that yeah. only probably marketing people care about. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so like demographics, like what age are my audience, like the genders and all that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, engagement rate and then some past project collaborations. Yeah. Because like I think even for me, when I look at influencers to work with, yep. it's not that easy to actually know a lot about the person just by looking at their feed. Yep. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you just want to know a bit more background about who they are, what they stand for. Mm. And so in my media kit, I would have you know past campaigns, some 
you know, media um, exposures that I've yeah. had, like some interviews, press, yeah, 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 yeah. press yeah, yeah. Um, some talks that I've done, basically just everything that I've yeah. done. It's like a... It's a know, one package kind of thing. A, yeah. yeah. How many pages is your... Mm, 15? It's a lot of pictures. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 10 to 15, depends on the client. Yeah. So like if it's a travel client approaching me, then I would kind of tailor the pack to be more travel related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas if it's more like, say, a sports brand, then I'll be like, oh, these are some work that you might have not seen on my Instagram page. Uh, yeah, yeah, that but makes these sense. are some work that, that I've, I've done. done. Yeah. Also some art direction that I've done with other photographers for my advertising job yeah. as oh, wow. well. So it's, you know, even if they don't hire you for this campaign, they might want to work with you for something else. It's a good way so. to, um, yeah, differentiate yourself yeah. from other photographers who would probably never think about doing that. Well, I like guess. a lot of photographers coming up without that traditional experience. Mm. Right. So they're like us. They start on Instagram and they now get paid jobs. Yeah. Right. And they would never think to give a deck. Like you sent me a deck the other day. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> this looks very professional. Yeah, I'm working on a Canon video, which yeah, is yeah. really hard because I've never done video. Yeah. Right. And I'm really late in terms of like handing them the file. But it, it's, a, it's a video that where I want to tell a story. Yeah. So in my head, like I need to get these down on paper and it needs to make sense for me first before I actually move on to shoot stuff. So yeah. it, it is kind of like an advertising TVC where you're like, it's what's probably- the inside? <laughs> what's like the thought behind it? What's mm. the story? You write out the story and then it's like, oh, these are some mood boards. So there's a lot of crossover be- between my day job and, you know. This that that would make sense, thing. like to do all that kind of stuff. Like my first video was just, <laughs> just running around and like, but if I had some kind of direction, I think it would have helped. So it works for some people. Yeah. Like for me, it's just I haven't done video before, and I'm I've, I've a, shot yeah. footage before, but I never know what to do with it. So I'm like, okay, let me try a different approach this time. But you're also an avid planner. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about I this. It's you, love, legendary. you love planning. I love planning. Yeah, yeah, I can't I mean, go on a trip without planning. Yeah, because I hate wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to get the most out of every trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. shared some of your itineraries and that kind of stuff. And yeah. yeah, yeah, they're pretty like detailed. You can find them here. <laughs> oh, right, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can send a scroll. Yeah, yeah, you can scroll through them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's quite detailed. Yeah. Okay. So what? Where? Uh, what countries? You've been to some pretty different countries as well. So like, I like that yeah. you try and go beyond the, yeah. the Instagrammy kind of places. Yeah. Um, where have I traveled to? Mm. Where haven't I traveled? I'm just kidding. Name some kind of well, notable you're re- You were in your recent trip. I was in Bali for a friend's wedding. Yes. All right. Um, yes. Which is something I learned after yeah. moving here. Yeah. Australians yeah. love Bali. Bali. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel sorry for like the Balinese. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's so many Aussies. Like. Right. Aussies, but also like you have foreigners like Canadians and like US people. That's, yes. It's getting mm. popular. Mm. So. There's a lot of expats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, I was in Bali for a friend's wedding, and then before that, I was in Iran. Yeah, Iran. Well, Lisbon and Cannes. Yep. Um, where I have a list on my Lisbon. phone. Like, I can't even remember where I went. <laughs> yeah, how was Iran? Like, I guess. Iran was really good. Like, yeah. you got a lot of questions about Iran when yes, you came back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as you said, like, I, I kind of prefer traveling to places that's lesser known yeah. and kind of less discovered. Like, yeah. um, I've been to a lot of mainstream <laughs> instagram it's of, weird yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. a lot of more popular destinations like japan mm. and um thailand south korea um states obviously because i live there london paris and you know all that yeah um, i haven't been to south america which i really want to right um and and south africa um but iran was kind of always 
in on the back of my mind because yeah. everyone that I've met who's been to Iran says such good things about it. Whereas in my head, obviously, I'm influenced by media, yeah. and media obviously shows you all the bad stuff about that place. Like just because like Middle East has a really bad rep, mm, I think, yeah. mm, especially mm. in Western countries. Yeah. And so, like, when you think of Iran, you just think, like, war and terrorists and all that kind of stuff. But, like, it's... My experience there is completely opposite. Yeah. Um, and, as I said, Iran is a really big country. And those th- bad, bad things... Yeah. Like, the conflicts happen only in, like, a small part. Uh, like, especially yeah. the borders. Yeah. Um, so, in Iran, there's actually, like, one really popular route going from Tehran, Isfahan, Yaz, all the way down to Shiraz. And we did that super popular tourist trip and we actually keep bumping into the same tourists oh, from really? previous cities. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, everyone's just doing the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing with Iran is like, Iranian people are just super welcoming mm. um, to anyone who's visiting the country. It's like, I think a lot of them knows that they're being portrayed in a certain way. Yeah. So in some ways they want people to think yeah, or yeah, at least yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't want, want people, people to think that way about them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they're genuinely really nice. Yeah. Um, and the architecture there, like all the mosques, are like absolutely gorgeous. Um, everything's really cheap there as well. So, I mean, it was. I don't know. It was. It was like a very memorable trip. Yeah. Um. At first, I like the first two days. Like honestly, I was like actually like a, a little. You know, worry yeah. just yeah. because of Scale my misconception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you kind of let that go, that's how you can fully enjoy, you know, like a country as its best. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I've actually had like a lot of conversations with other people. And obviously, like when I post off on Instagram, yeah. some people accuse me for supporting the government, like uh, supporting yeah. the okay. regime because I visit a country like that. Right. But my kind of thought is. If you're going, if you're visiting New York, mm-hmm. yeah. does it mean you're supporting the Trump administration? Yeah, right, right. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And so I think a lot of people should kind of, in a way, should kind of think yeah, more yeah, about yeah, these yeah, things yeah. before just yeah. yeah, definitely diving straight into like, oh, you went the to this hate, place, yeah. you're yeah. bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, and, and and this kind of this trip kind of made me realize how impactful media really is to everyone. Like, mm-hmm. um. And how everyone should be more, you know, critical to what they read um, on newspapers and stuff too. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. think for yourself and make your own decisions. Like after you're gonna experience it, I think that's yeah. what I would want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a very deep. Uh, yeah, right. we can go deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good topic. Yeah. Um, okay. It's something I feel really strongly about too. Okay. Yeah, and also um, if. Some of you guys are interested in visiting Iran. Um, Anthony Bourdain has like a really good episode in yeah. his um, what's this called? What's his show called? Parts Unknown. Yeah, yeah Parts Unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Parts so we unknown. really made the decision to visit Iran because of that video. Oh, cool. Ah, so okay. it's worth checking it out. He has some pretty cool stuff. Like mm. he yeah goes to kind of places that are un- <laughs> parts unknown. I yeah, guess. Yeah, and he talks <laughs> he, to locals goes as into well. The, the, so. Yeah, he really kind of embeds himself in the culture and stuff. So. Yeah, and it's not just about food. It's like about the whole, you know, all different aspects yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. How's it, how's it moving to Sydney? Yeah, like, how's, how's Sydney life going? <laughs> so you moved from Hong Kong to Sydney about a year ago? A year, year and a half. Yeah. yeah. So you've been here for a while. And... Um, 
What are the differences? What do you guys Life, think? <laughs> Lifestyle-wise. Well, I've lived here my whole life, so... Yeah. But you've been to Hong Kong, so yeah, you've yeah. Kind of, yeah. We've never lived there. I think it's, it's a different... Yeah, yeah, definitely a different experience living there. I mean, I think Sydney has a really great um, lifestyle. Yeah. And it kind of checks all the boxes for, like, the most basic needs. Like, yeah, yeah. fresh air, fresh <laughs> produce. Um, you can afford... Well, relatively, compared yeah. to Hong Kong, you can afford living in like a decent space mm-hmm. where you can actually move around yeah yeah um and there's parks everywhere like i actually my lungs feel better <laughs> and i actually don't get sick as often yeah, yeah yeah as when i'm in hong kong like back back home i used to get sick once a month and now it's like i've been here a year and a half and i've only been sick once yeah and it was in bali so it's <laughs> not even like australia um so yeah, so I think it checks all the boxes for like, you know, having a decent life, yeah. but it does lack the, you know, the pace of like a big city yeah. and kind of the vibe and that energy that you yeah. get in places like Hong Kong, Tokyo, New York. Um, and that's something that I miss the most is kind of that energy. Yeah. They, they had a panel yesterday of them trying to like uh, get rid of the lockout laws. Yeah. And they were saying that Sydney was voted the top 10. Of yeah. the worst like cities in the world to visit. <laughs> really? I think so. Because like you look at it now, like the whole city goes quiet after like five pm. And, like, yeah, it's pretty. But it, was, it wasn't like that before. Yeah. It was actually, yeah, you you wouldn't leave your house until like 10, 11 pm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And now it's back in my clubbing days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't club anymore, which is fine. But like, I mean, yeah, it's it's doesn't feel like an international city yes, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Did it used to be? Yeah, more so than now. Right. Like, so the dude was like, he runs all Ivy and stuff. And Madonna had an after party. Right. And she got there and they couldn't let her in. Oh my because God. Because it was after the lockdown. Oh was, my they goodness. Had to, they had to send her away. And that was like, it was so embarrassing. Oh my <laughs> God. Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Madonna. So, lockout laws. You gotta... Jesus. Hopefully they kind of turned that around. But like, That's crazy. I think if they kind of fix that, it might kind of liven up again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I feel Melbourne's a little more definitely livelier than Sydney. Yeah, in terms I don't of have like those laws yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's cold. <laughs> it's really cold. Yeah. The weather's better here. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean obviously like you have all the really nice beaches and national parks yeah. near Sydney. So yeah. that's something that I've kind of learned to appreciate as well. Just because like I, I was never a nature person. <laughs> like, I'm always like city everything is condensed and yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. to places really fast. But now I'm kind of learned to kind of just slow down and just enjoy it. Yeah. I think know, that's a good thing about easy. Sydney how close city and nature is. yeah it's like so close like yeah. half an hour out and you're already like in some bush somewhere yeah exactly yeah. we need to explore more nature kind of stuff yeah like, <laughs> there's so much we've i've kind of done the whole lap already yeah and you've kind of done it as well and like there are spots and yeah yeah we just need to go out and <laughs> 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 i'm at home editing or like trying trying to travel overseas but there are definitely places to go yeah yeah it's a different vibe though it's like nature <laughs> yeah it's yeah i mean i'm i'm still kind of trying to get used to nature photography because uh, it i think nature photography requires more patience yeah a little bit and you kind of have to you know say drive five hours to get mm. like one picture mm-hmm. and whereas if the conditions are shit like you just have to keep doing it until yeah, you get yeah it. exactly yeah. Where, whereas i don't have that much patience yeah, same with so me. in hong kong it's like you walk down one street and you get like 100 pictures yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. done yeah. like i can go home and look at these pictures they're all awesome and yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's very different yes yeah I guess that's maybe relating why Sydney people are probably more chilled out and relaxed. Yes. Yeah. 
because they can take time and take their photos and like yeah. spend more time on you know traveling to to get one photo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's something that I might need to get used to. <laughs> well, like landscape photographers always cop a lot of shit. So like they go to all these amazing places. That's why their photos are amazing. But like it's. It's you gotta lot, hike yeah. there. You gotta hike there. It's you gotta plan and get shit. To, you gotta yeah. go back. And... Yeah. It's luck as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. You need to know how to look at the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, weather yeah. yeah. It's just a lot more research, I think. Yeah. If there's no clouds and like not as good because you want a banger sunset. Yeah. You know? Banger. Yeah. <laughs> you still gotta catch the fog in Sydney. Oh my god. Every time there is, I, I try to call out. you, but like you just like not here or I'm like sleeping. you have work or. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like four a.m. Yeah, or yeah, something. I still need to catch the fog in Sydney too. I woke you up the day. You... I, had, I had something on that day. I couldn't go. Dan yeah, called me. Yeah, that sounds like an time. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I had something on. <laughs> I'd love to catch a fog. Yeah. We will one day. One day. Not next year. Next year. Next it's year. past already, I think. <laughs> yeah. Next year. But it's snowing today in like a... Oh, yeah. There were photos today of Blue Mountain snowing. Really? Yeah. Like actual Heavily. snowing. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric sent me a photo this morning. Oh. Like Eric messaged me and was like, Demis, come here now. I was like, I'm sleeping. It's like two hours <laughs> drive away. By the time I get there, there's no snow. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Should we talk about your thoughts about Instagram today? And like, I guess you, you started Instagram. What year did you start Instagram? 2012. 2012? Yeah. Relative, I started 2012. 2011, 2012. Yeah. yeah. That, like I started, I joined 2011. Mm. Yeah. But I had like zero photo skills or even interest like back then. So it's like, I'm kind of jealous in some ways that like you kind of grew up with photography. Mm. Mm. I think I'd be a lot further. I, I don't know where I'd be. To right. Yeah. It's very hard to say, but yeah. um, I didn't start taking photos until like way later. Right. And so like you were the OGs and like, like inspiring us. Yeah. Us, like, That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true though. Photography is kind of new in my life, I guess. Right. So. I'm like, I'm an architect. So I always look at architecture photos. So yeah. like, when I was looking, Viv's also an architect, so when I was looking, mm-hmm. I guess, for inspiration all around it the world, resonated with... I found, like, your account, yeah. Viv's account, because, like, Hong Kong's very architectural, yeah. like, heavy. Yeah. So I was, like, automatically drawn towards mm. accounts like, like yours, obviously. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and I guess, like, I shoot a lot of architecture, because yeah. I'm an architect. Um, yeah, so that's sort of where I found your account back in the day. Mm. And then... Your style's changed over time. Yeah, you noticed yes. that. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. But so, it's not a conscious Yeah, change. like, yeah. it just happens. Like, yes, yeah. So you started off, take us through your... <laughs> yeah, take us through your journey. So oh, architectural man. stuff in when you I first started with remember. iPhones? Yeah, and I guess then, it was, it was, it started with, you know, the iPhone geometric yeah, yeah. stuff and then city, cityscapes. Yeah. Mm. And then I started trying to shoot, like, portraits yeah because yeah. i didn't know how to so i was like oh, i'll just give it a go um and then i started enjoying shooting portraits because it's more i guess unique mm-hmm. because yeah. you, you need the right model the outfit and the environment and yeah. everything yeah um and then travel landscapes and obviously rooftoping and then now i've kind of been more interested in more cinematic almost like a movie style kind yeah. of vibe like I don't think I know exactly how to shoot that yet, but I'm. It's what I look at a lot yeah. of these inspiration, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff. Say like on the imaginary magnitude hashtag, um, a lot of the. Um, There's a lot of like something something magazine accounts popping up, but like they do a lot of the cinematic stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I'm more interested in more capturing moments now, which is yeah. really hard. I think because mm. um, you always have to be. Yeah. noticing everything yeah, around yeah, you and yeah. 
if something happens and you missed it, you missed it, mm. you know? Um, you can't so, just go out and get a moment. Like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. You can't just be like, tonight, tonight, I'm going to shoot a moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you can't just do that. Your style is very kind of right for, like, street photography and stuff. So, I've noticed... That's where I'd like to go. Yeah. That's where um, my interest is. And I have been shooting quite a lot of street, mm. actually. Like, yeah. especially in Hong Kong. Yeah. I just didn't post that many of it. Yeah. Um, and, you should. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the photos on... Um, Street classics. Yeah, there you go. Street <laughs> classics. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, street classics and imaginary magnetic are kind of my two, like you know, inspiration yes. um, places. And and also, I guess because at work, we're when we're looking for mood boards, we, I mean, we look at stock photos, yeah. but a lot of times stock photos are just yeah, not nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we actually look at a lot of movie stills. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. I'm looking at that, I'm just like, how can a flat image just give you so much emotion like there's just something about it which you can't explain yeah, which right. is something that i'm really interested in yeah yeah um so yeah something that kind of just sticks to your head almost is, yeah yeah they're, they're iconic a lot of the kind of uh cine stills are kind of iconic because i've seen the movies but like even if i haven't seen the movie it's still really it's hard to explain why it's like yeah mm. <laughs> yeah like you look at yeah. it you're just like damn like it looks like there's a big story behind this yeah. i don't know what it is but i'm keen to find out like i guess they set it up there's an actor and like he might be like for example like holding onto the wall falling off like a building and like you don't shoot those things normally no like, no yeah, you so, don't like, yeah. yeah there's definitely a story behind it yeah like, yeah for sure more storytelling i suppose like that's that's kind of what i'm interested in not that i'm actually doing yeah. it myself but that's something that i'm yeah, right i like yeah, you should start shooting more videos and stuff. I'm keen to see. <laughs> it's too much work. How's the video going? It's going. It's going. Okay. Have you made progress since? Uh... Yes. Oh, that's good. I put all the files into After Effects. Yeah. No. Premiere Pro. You don't even know the program. <laughs> Wrong program. Yeah. Mm, that program. That Adobe program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Baby steps. And when you start to see it come together, then it like gives you momentum to do more. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? I mean, you guys have changed too. Yeah. I'm the host now. <laughs> uh, I think, I, yeah, I mean, everyone's style has changed over time, I guess. Yeah. I kind of dived a lot more into Photoshop stuff yeah. and like photo manipulation yeah. and I guess teaching people do, how to do it as well. Um, you just find random planes everywhere. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> I go, I find one. Um, but yeah, I think that's sort of where I kind of found my niche yeah. and I enjoy it. So yeah. yeah, that's good. I mean, I think at the end of the day it's about whether you enjoy doing yeah, it or not. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to force it. It just happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not direction yeah. that you're going in and stuff. Like, yeah. Just whatever you like, whatever you enjoy, yeah. do it. Mm. I, I think, I don't know. I feel like maybe like from a perspective of coming from the original days of Instagram and kind of looking at it now, mm. I guess like. I want to know what you, your thoughts are because you've seen it all. Like yeah. You've seen yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole growth Which of Instagram. Really you've, seen, <laughs> you've seen like, like how it's, it's you... changed so much. Yes. The app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes think... it sound like you're old and kind of you're rigid. Not old. <laughs> but like you think about like the time span of Instagram and how it came up. Yeah. And like yeah. It's already kind of started from nothing and it's then like hit pla- its peak. And now it's <laughs> yeah. kind of plateauing. Do you think it's hit its peak and it's like, it's like is it going down? For me, I've definitely hit, hit a plateau. Yeah. I yeah. would say when I first started, um, it was more pure mm. as well. It was more simply a platform where you can meet cool people and f- take photos together. At least this is my experience. Yeah, 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 right? It's yeah, different for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Similar for me. But yeah, yeah, it was more pure. It was like, yeah, let's just go to this MTR stop and just explore the area. Yeah. 
just go shoot some photos. And then, I guess because with cityscape and architecture as well, it's really easy to replicate. Mm -hmm. And that's part of why people follow your account because they see your cool photos and they want to shoot the same thing. Like, I mean, that's how a lot of people start up anyway as a creative. You start by mimicking mimicking others. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how you learn. And over time, you kind of see all these photos that look the same and i think this is something that i'm sure you guys have talked about before as well where every photo you look is just the same and this just like pretty boring yeah and so now i'm like kind of moved away from that and and plus with all this brand stuff and like influencers and trying to get campaigns it's just not as pure and as yeah. fun anymore. I think yeah. when you add money to anything, it kind of yeah, money is people always... start to hate each other and like yeah, they start to more fight competition. Each other. And, and it's like yeah. yeah, and I think it's also because more like I've gained more followers over the years. Yeah, and it almost feels like you have some sort of responsibility to put out good stuff for people to look at. Yeah, yeah. and so that kind of pressure also it's like you know kind of just changed the nature of how I shoot or. Even if it's not how I shoot, but how I decide what to share. Online. Yeah, it's paralyzing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. back then you're just like, I'm just going to post whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, this looks cool. I'll just yeah. post it. And like 2 p.m. I'm just going to post now. Yeah. The there's no time. <laughs> I'm going to post like no three nothing. photos today. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. post three photos a day. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing that has no stats to back up, but it's kind of just my own observation, which is um, I noticed that, you know, as you said, the OOG. I kind of see it as like different generations of <laughs> Instagrammers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the OOG and I guess us. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like the newer group and then like, you know, obviously like it goes like younger 10 younger. levels down already. <laughs> yeah. I feel like and we're a, a generation maybe below you. Well, just because you started later. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it's not about seniority or like yeah, 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 yeah. below or above yes, others. It's yes. more, it's interesting because like all these OOG people they have say maybe 800k followers but their engagement is like shit and I don't think it's because of the quality of the photos but it's just because people who follow them they've been following them for a long time and they might not be as active on the app anymore or because they've seen these photos or they've seen your style and you know over time people get sick of things or they just get used to seeing something and it just doesn't interest them anymore and so I noticed that there was a time when it's really apparent that these Oh geez, kind of their engagement rate just went down a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, it's like they they still post really good photos, like they re- still post really good work. Like, yeah. why is it like this? Yeah, and then it started happening to <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, people yeah, like yeah, me, yeah. where I do notice that a lot of people who are more, um, I guess engaged. Yeah, maybe three years or four years ago, are just not around anymore. Right, and so like my engagement maybe used to be like say 10k likes per photo and now it's just like down to like five yeah. or five uh four to five thousand yeah um and then i'm I've, i think that this is going to happen to people Every, kind yes. of down the, down the generation like, yeah. i have right. theories on this but like people go through like there's heaps of variables right so like you as a creator you have kind of cycles of like where you're at in your your kind of creative career yeah and like you can do all the bangers and all that kind of stuff, but like eventually you get over it and like you want to yes, try, try something things. different, try yeah. something new. Yeah. You want to actually. And this is not just photography. Yeah, it's like music, life. art, yeah, <laughs> yeah any yeah. creative mm. endeavors. But eventually, like you might be like, I can't stop spending so much time taking photos. I need to make money, and then like you go that route, or yeah. like 
there's all these different kind of journeys people take yeah but that also applies to like people on instagram like yes. i used to be on scrolling like when it was chronological i would like look at everything yeah. and like make sure but i can't make sure do. you look yeah, at yeah. everything I yeah, still do. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't keep that up yeah. unless you're this guy and, like <laughs> eventually you either get sick of it or like yeah then the algorithm came in and changed it but like oh you're just used to it like you maybe because like, i noticed that in my own behavior as well yeah it's like i've seen this person's photos for so yeah. many years it's still really good but it just doesn't interest me as yeah, much because yeah. i already kind of know what yeah yeah yeah. So it's it's interesting to think well, about. The first time I saw a Tory gate, I was like, oh my god, a Tory gate! What yeah. the hell? And then like, Tory it's like, like a, a Japanese Tory gate. You know the spiritual oh, gate. Oh, I thought it's a not a user. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, is a cool username? Tory. A Tory gate. But, if that person's like, out there. When I started kind of Instagram, that was it opened up the world. So yeah. it visually opened up the world to so yeah, all yeah. these different places. You're and like, like, I want to go to all these places. Like I've never seen this before. Like the only way to see that on the internet would be like some Flickr. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uses that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny enough, I got a, a, a licensing like photo through my Flickr the other day. What? So random. It's still around. You have a Flickr. I have a random Flickr that I haven't updated for like five years. Yeah. And it was a photo of like an architecture building, like by this guy called Glenn Merkett, who used to be my tutor at uni. He's one of the Australia's Wait, famous. Wait, so what He licensed your photo. So some some guy in America is writing an essay about him. Oh wow. And managed to find a photo from my Flickr, <laughs> and asked if they could license it and i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's happening oh, that's and it's gonna send me the book that he's writing so flickers where it's at yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get your stuff on as many platforms as possible i think that's the key message from that <laughs> spend time like you browse it too much man. yeah <laughs> but what was i saying so like you're saying that the, we go through different cycles and yes. like people cycle off and like yeah. i think it's just normal human behavior. Mm. Yeah. We're going to be like, we're getting pushed out, are we? <laughs> to different levels of OG. I think it's fine, but like the app's changing itself as well. And like, yeah. it's definitely kind of plateaued and. Yes. Yeah. But it's also kind of like a little bit of a game, right? Like you, you have to find ways to keep to, the momentum. Always. Yeah. keep, And then like, how can you, like for me, it's like, I'm constantly pushing myself to try to like, see how this photo might work and that photo might not like but it's it's still like i enjoy making it yeah um yeah so i guess for me it's a little bit of like strategic game right more, yeah that kind of stuff yeah i mean at the end of the day you have to enjoy what you're doing yeah like, yeah creatively like, that's not fulfilling for me i'm no. like trying to figure out instagram well yeah. of course like, no, no, no. I wanna... but i like yeah, yeah. i'm not <laughs> trying to figure out instagram i'm just like trying to come up with new ideas yeah. for my own photography at the same time works. yeah posting on instagram yeah. like yeah. it's it's in the way it's the same as music right yeah. like that's kind of why every genre kind of gets really popular yeah. for like five or six or ten years yeah and then you just don't hear from these artists anymore yeah, like yeah. dubstep kind of dubstep the stuff but like now when i hear it, it's like oh i can't do it anymore. it sounds very old yeah, yeah. <laughs> They used it in all the ads and like it was very yeah, repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Now it's Joji. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rich Brian. 88 Rising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to see Rich Brian. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He told me. What's Joji? Joji's like emo. Joji's like sad. Japanese sad. Sad, sad He's very sad. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a, it's his thing. I just, but his I music just, video is yeah. cool. But yeah. It's very sad. arty. Yeah. yeah. I, just I support Rich Brian because he's my Indo-Indonesian homie. Oh, is he Indonesian? Yeah. You should see his verse, like, 
music video that how he got famous. Right. Um, I think the song's called That Stick. Was he what was on, on Vine at first? He was on Vine, but right. his first YouTube video that went like crazy. Yeah. He literally like on a random like neighborhood street in Jakarta. <laughs> uh, like, it looks like any other street. Like it's funny because I could relate because yeah. I grew up in yeah, those yeah, sorts yeah. of he, places. He learned English through like YouTube, YouTube. videos. And stuff. Wow. Because yeah, he was homeschooled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And now he's funny. like a, a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. His story is pretty crazy. So yesterday we asked you guys to ask Elaine some <laughs> questions, um, and yeah, let's let's go through and, and oh, ask some of them. Twenty three, twenty four hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly twenty four <laughs> hours ago. David Sergio, what is the single thing that improved your photography? Single thing. I yeah. guess one thing that took your photography to the next level. Like, well, like that made a point of difference. Practice? No, I can't be more specific. <laughs> I think for me, for, you, I, it's you not a question for me. You discovered aperture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, it's not a question for me. But figured I figured out how to press the button. <laughs> for me, it's like taking a photo and then questioning it and seeing if I could take it to the next level. Like, how can I make this photo better? And like constantly right. questioning something, I think always helps me, like make my photography better. I think like mm. always just not not being satisfied, like mm. never being satisfied with something, but. That's my answer, and it's your Q and A. So, yeah. well, like, was there any? So, Dennis, did taking up like a portrait photography? Yeah, like, I think. Yeah, I think it, it's yeah. like you. I would really like your portraits and stuff. And oh, thank you. I, I think it's kind of a hard thing to get into and be good yeah. at. Yeah. How did you? I think it's going from just bringing my camera out and just shooting whatever to actually thinking about uh, what yeah. I want to shoot mm. and planning it. Planning. Hashtag planning. <laughs> no, but, but travel planning versus photo uh, like, planning yeah, is two different yes, yes, things, yes. right? Like, travel planning is more, how do I do as much <laughs> as I can efficiently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photo planning is more like, what do I want to get out of this shoot? And what kind of mood do I want to portray yeah. by working with this model, by yeah. shooting mm. at this certain location? Which, to me, is more creatively fulfilling than... I'll just go out and shoot whatever. Because yeah. yep. usually 90% of those photos are shit. Like you're lucky if you get a good one. But like, yes. whereas when you plan it and it all works out in the end. And mm. Yeah, then you're like, oh man, this is kind of my vision. And this <laughs> is what I actually did. And it, it sounds like a work shoot. Yeah. Mm. It sounds like what I do for work. But this is more just like a creative, fun side project. And yeah, you're right. Like it is the portrait photography stuff that made me go, oh, like this is like... I guess you have more purpose yeah. mm, mm, mm. Um, when you put more thinking behind things. How, like, for should... example, your... I really like the, the telephone booth one. Like, oh, yeah. What was the That's story behind that one? Yeah, me too. I mean... <laughs> Did you set that up? Was that a commercial oh, shoot? Or... here's the photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just blocked them or something. It wasn't a commercial yeah. shoot. Like, I always wanted to shoot in the phone booth. Yeah. Okay. It's actually been... In my, yeah. It's, it's actually been in my mind for years. Yeah. I remember I was in Tokyo... And I remember how the phone booth was just really orange. Yeah. And then yeah. everywhere else, obviously, it's like that typical cinematic teal and, teal yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, orange. <laughs> yeah. And I always wanted to shoot someone either on the phone or like smoking in a telephone booth. Yeah. Yeah. But I could just never find the right time or like I'm with friends and they're not keen on being in a photo yeah, yeah. or they're not, they don't smoke and stuff <laughs> like that. And so when I met up with that model, she has a bowl cut hair. Yeah. Do you call it bowl cut hair? With fringe. Bob? Is it a Bob? I Bob, don't know. yeah, I don't know. whatever it's called. <laughs> um, I was like, your look is perfect for this kind of, you know, rainy, moody shot. And it was raining, yeah. luckily yeah. enough. 
And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. It was in front of Central HSBC, I remember. Yep. And the reason why I chose that telephone booth is because there's all these like really fancy shops. Uh-huh. And there's lights You've just given away phone. the location uh, I was going to go to. Oh, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's a phone booth. Anyone yeah, yeah. can go. And the HSBC building in Hong Kong is yeah, famous. The yeah, the headquarter. Yeah. 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 And I remember because there's all these lights coming from the shops, I didn't need to set up any yeah, lights. Like that's, usually that's when I shoot, I don't like yeah. bringing artificial lighting, which could be a problem in commercial shoots. But yeah. I always try to rely on surrounding light and just this whole thing just feels more natural Mm -hmm. Mm yeah um so yeah so so yeah i finally shot that and you know it's something that's been at the back of my (laughs) mind for ages there's um, something cinematic about like the whole phone booth it's used a lot in i guess like uh movies and that kind of stuff Mm. yeah in the rain yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, just one phone booth in the (laughs) middle of nowhere yeah yeah Yeah. do you do much like commercial like with like artificial light and stuff do you do much of that because i have no idea about light and like I guess for both of us, we're more yeah. of like we just like kind of yeah. gorilla even, style. We just shoot whatever's there. And I don't try even to... like using a tripod. This guy always like laughs <laughs> oh, at how like bad I Yeah, like setting <laughs> up a light. I just like going light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My shoulders hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why you carry your wheelie wheelie yeah. bag. Yeah. Um, I the most I use is probably just like a light with like color filters, just mm-hmm. so oh, that yeah. I can add some mood. Like I just did like a Chao Sang Sang shoot, which is like a jewelry company in Hong Kong. Um, and I use that light and obviously the reflector, what do you call it? reflector, reflector, yeah, reflector yeah. is really important. Um, but other than that, not really. Okay. Um, biggest reason is because I don't know how to use yeah, artificial me lighting. Too, me, me neither. Yeah. Um, I think it's a completely different game. Yes. Um, and it, it's a different look, I guess, but for yeah. commercial shoots, like when you have to shoot on Tuesday, like Tuesday. you don't. Or like for example, like you have to shoot on this time. You you can't wait right. for the light or like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. when it's commercial shoot and you have to control the light yeah. in the environment, then yeah. And so I've I've worked with a lot of you know professional photographers on that, mm. which is kind of also why I don't call myself a professional photographer because I don't know a lot of these things. Right. Mm. That's um, that's. I don't know. It's, it. You're definitely a professional photographer. But one thing I would like to say about artificial light is this is photographer I stumbled upon not long ago, Alessio. Mm-hmm. from Italy uh, yeah <laughs> didn't you go with him yeah he was in uh, Japan with me oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so I look at his photos and it looks really natural and moody and cinematic yeah it doesn't look like it was lit up by artificial light but a lot of them is yeah so that's kind he, of something he knows how I'd to like do to... studio stuff and yeah but it doesn't look like a studio yeah yeah shot which is what I love so that's kind of something that I'd be keen to try people yeah. like he was getting he had this like kind of uh it's like a smudged kind of um, effect on his photos. Mm. And they're like, hey, what app are you using? And I was like, he showed me how he did it. He like just a like, Vaseline? Yeah, yeah. Just like, like, <laughs> and like, that was good enough. What app? But yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite kind of mm. portrait photographers. Yeah. Next question. Next question. One. What about this? How, how, how ZH asks, how does your editing process go? Mm, pretty. Do you have a style? Same yeah. as most other people on Instagram, I think, like um, Lightroom and Photoshop. I used to actually just use Photoshop and then everyone's like, why don't you use Lightroom? And I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And now I'm like, yeah, I can't stop using Lightroom. It's just so much easier. What are the differences? But then like you weren't doing much photo manipulation on Photoshop. No, you just doing I was grading. actually doing color grading yeah, yeah, on yeah, Photoshop because yeah. that's kind of just what I've always used. Yeah. I never even know what Lightroom was before. <laughs> what were you doing? Like as in just adding like 
like color balance color and balance. hue saturation yeah, okay. yeah. same stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Camera so roll. What, okay. what are the differences of going from photoshop to lightroom i've Light never i've just, never done photoshop it's an easier interface i think and yes. the fact that you can just copy what you yes. edit it on one photo and apply yeah. it to the same series it's just like Essentially, yeah. it's the same kind of controls and functions, but then just made for like photography. I think also mm. the the organization of it, like your folders mm-hmm. and all yeah. that kind of stuff, helps mm. a lot. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't kill my cam my, my yeah. laptop. Yeah, like Photoshop does. Photoshop does a lot. Yeah. So yeah, Lightroom, and then yeah, sometimes I still use Visco. Yeah. Before posting on Instagram, because the colors of the photos on phones look really different than on laptop. Yeah. yeah. And so I just do some like minor tweak on. Let's go before posting it on Instagram. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Hanky.c asks, where do you want to go next to travel? Jimmy, where are you going next? <laughs> I'd like to go to South America, okay. right. but it's very far from Australia. Yeah. So I need to take like two to three weeks. South Specifically, we're all place. over. No, like, you got to pick a place. I'd like to go to Argentina. Yeah, that's um, the south, like right at the tip, right? Yeah. I'd also like to go to Brazil. Um, where else? There's quite a few other places. Just can't really remember. But Argentina's kind of yeah. one big one. Right. Um. Yeah. Pammy Westside Eight asks, "Can I get into art direction without any visual arts design education or work background?" Yes. It's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Next. I think. I don't think you necessarily need to go to school for art and design or any creative stuff. Like some pe- for some people, it just comes naturally. Yeah. Mm. And I think if you have a body of work to show for it, you can just bring your portfolio in and, you know, try and find jobs. Like, yeah. Yeah. like art, music, writing, it's something that some people are just talented. Yeah. yeah. And I did go to school for it. And so like I had a portfolio from school. Um, but in my portfolio, I also had a lot of proactive project, mm, yeah. kind of just to show my creative thinking. So proactive kind of is an extracurricular, like, as so in, you no, did it outside. As of... in like, oh, I have this idea, I'm just going to make it, yeah, and yeah. then I'm going to put it in my portfolio. Yeah. So it's, you don't necessarily have to rely on education or training or work experience to build a portfolio, like, because you can think yeah. of anything, anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have the most basic um, softwares to... M- explain the idea yeah. or take a photo with your iPhone as long as your portfolio shows your creative thinking or your art sense or your say photography eye yeah yeah, yeah. then you're good yeah yeah okay. it's the same like for when people ask like should I go to photography school like, yeah it's the same I, I don't think people necessarily need to I would mm. say no yeah because like if you get paired up with like a, a professor who doesn't like it's not your style and like it's not your direction then you're so pretty subjective. much screwed yeah you're screwed yeah. like they're like this is shit and yeah but of course something like architecture is different because yeah. you need to know architecture so is many. quite different because yeah. you need to understand some technical yes. stuff yeah like, like the, surgeon. the rules yeah. of how like codes gravity and works yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah with structure all that kind of stuff yeah. you kind of understand a little bit of it but we do work with like structural engineers and yeah we do we're kind of managing all the engineers yeah yeah as well as designing it, so yeah, it's a bit of bit of everything for architecture, I think. Mm. Do, do they look for like a diploma or like a degree when they're looking for art director? Not necessarily. It's more about your portfolio, yeah. Because you could go to the best school ever, but your work is just shit. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. True. All right, uh, TK. TK North. How are freelance photography jobs in Sydney compared to Hong Kong? 
yeah what's the landscape yeah i guess like i've noticed like different countries are like either behind japan's kind of behind in the whole social thing right um i don't know if i can answer that because i haven't gotten that many (laughs) freelance jobs in sydney she's still flying back to hong kong to go yeah (laughs) so i think because my feed is so hong kong heavy and i've kind of established a name and a brand in hong kong and also because like i've worked in advertising right so I kind of have the right connection. And so it was a lot easier for me to get approached for jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas in Sydney, when I first got here, I actually sent my media kit to so many agencies, mm. social agencies, but there's just nothing. Right. Which was actually really frustrating for me when I first got here because I'm like, oh, like, I guess my Instagram will just die now. Like this this side hustle thing might not just work out right. when I'm here. Right. Um, and I do realize that it is a lot slower mm. yeah. in terms of, you know, how things work here and I, I i can't speak for everyone yeah um and i'm sure your experience is is way different from mine but um i noticed a lot of the jobs go to bloggers and yep, kind of i agree <laughs> bondi bronze <laughs> kind of girl in yeah. bikini by the water that kind of look and that seems to be dominant in in australia the, I think so. in the market so yeah, I don't know. It's, There's a it's need for tough. that, I think. Like, the marketers, they want that tick box of, like, lifestyle, whatever. So, right. I guess camera companies, they want to find more women to kind of push their products because there's yeah. enough dudes. So, right. that's one tick. Women here. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, I mean, also because I'm not from here. That, so, I guess it is harder for, you know, Australia. Like, if they want to target Australians, it's harder for them to resonate with my account. Right. So, maybe they would prefer to work with, like, an Australian mm. But yeah. it maybe is it maybe demographics as well because you have a lot of Hong Kong more yeah. Hong Kong followers maybe yeah maybe yeah. Um, it's just I think finding the right contacts to talk to like that takes a long time usually yes mm. yeah uh, yeah I mean doesn't matter where you go yeah I think my account would be good if say Australia wants to promote two Asian countries yeah yeah then I would fit into that Hint. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right this is a photography one Nathan Berridge. Uh, what is your favorite first thing to do when you arrive at a new location to photograph? Or even just traveling? When it comes to traveling, I want to get to know the place before I actually take my camera yeah. out mm. and just go Walk shoot. Walk around. Walk around, try and interact with locals and absorb it in, not in real life, but in person. Yes. Yeah, and then just having the a camera, camera yeah, that yeah. kind of just blocks everything off. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important when you travel is to not be so hung up on like, I need to get this shot. All I'm going to do is get this shot. Like, I think it's important to embrace yeah. the culture and experience it. Yeah. And adapt to all the different situations exactly. that come at you. Yeah. 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 Rather than just like, I'm only going for this specific yeah. shot. This is my whole trip. And yeah. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Because it kind of takes the fun and charm away from traveling. Yeah. A little. I think it used to be like that, but now I've kind of embrace I that, like that of, for yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah your best photo like my best photos would come from like spending enough time in a place yes like you go and you take the kind of standard postcard shot and like it doesn't mean anything yeah it'll get like, a yeah, lot of cool. likes on Instagram like, but like yes it doesn't mean anything like if you kind of spend more time at a location or stumble and, like, upon a... something mm. you didn't expect yeah 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 so yeah even even though I plan out my trips in great detail I always try to just leave at least like sometime for yeah. just what whatever yeah like, yeah yeah don't travel behind your camera i think that is that a quote yeah is that, is <laughs> that a quote okay 
Is that an Ichiban quote? That's <laughs> an original. Okay. <laughs> well, just say it's, it's an Ichiban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we're going to wrap. Okay. Maybe just to wrap things up, um, is there anything you want to plug or how can we find you? or like? Mm, you can find me on Instagram.com slash Lee Elaine. Yep. Um, or my, um, if you want to look at my advertising work or any other work, it's Elaine, www.elaine.lee. Nice. And that's a Lithuanian website. Yes. But my last name is Lee, so it makes sense. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Demis and Ishban. Thanks for plugging us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening to the 5 to 9 podcast. If you're listening on uh, audio, give us a review on iTunes. Or follow us on Spotify. And if you're watching this video, make sure you guys give a like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on the bell notification. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.